to the Wild Wisdom Podcast with Dr. Patricia Mills. I'm Dr. Patricia. This podcast is for people who want to transform their health, restore their hormones, and reconnect to their body's natural wisdom. Hi, I'm Dr. Patricia. I'm a Canadian medical doctor, published author, internationally recognized researcher, and passionate advocate for your health. Here, we'll explore the intersection between ancient wisdom and cutting-edge science, distilling the essence of true health into practical steps you can take. Wild wisdom is instinctive knowledge in action. Thanks for making this part of your day. Hi, and welcome back to another episode. And I'm really excited for this topic today because it is a continuation from the last conversation that we had around the fourth pillar of holistic health, which was toxins tolerance. And what I did is I um, focused on the physical toxins. And today I want to focus on like the mind spirit toxins. Okay. Because um, again, sort of alluding back to that spiritual stress response is that there is the mind spirit part of this holistic health approach and a lot i would say all of us to some extent experience at some point in time in our days or over the period of a week um toxic thoughts or toxic thought patterns okay and um, the interesting thing is that when you experience a toxic thought, the one that generates a negative emotion, it causes a certain chemistry in the body to take place. So there's like, so a thought, like let's say you think a negative thought, like um, you, you, and that causes you to experience a negative emotion like anger, okay? When you experience a negative emotion like anger or fear or jealousy or envy, distrust, hate, right? There's um, certain hormones that get released. And for example, the hormone cortisol and that hormone cortisol, first of all, has, is very damaging to the body in high amounts at the wrong time. So like if, you, um, if you're experiencing it beyond the necessary increase in cortisol in the morning to get out of bed in which, and then afterwards it goes down, but you continue to pump it out through the day because you're having these like toxic thought patterns or text toxic thoughts then you're, you're overexposing yourself to cortisol and high cortisol states, hypercortisolemia is very damaging for the body. It's like a low burning fire that just hurt, burns, is, is like damaging things, okay? Like damaging your tissues. And so these toxic thought patterns are very interesting because there's like different phases of awareness of them. So... The first phase is like you're totally unaware that you have toxic thought patterns. You think that these thought patterns are you. It's like your identity. You're like, yeah, that's just how I am. Okay. That's my, that's me, um, part of who I am. When, uh, and so that's stage one. And, and that's like a difficult stage to be in because, first of all, you're not aware of the damaging effect of these thoughts and you're not aware of the fact that you actually have the capacity to alter them, like control them, change them. And you're not aware of the fact that they are not you. They are simply thoughts that you're experiencing. However, it's not who you are. Okay. Who you are is um, like at the very simplistic level is a, a, a human being like, right. Who has energy flowing that you have energy flowing through you, right? Of course you do, or else you'd not be alive. That's the definition of life is you have energy within you. When you die, all of the energy leaves and you're an energy deficient 
body, right? So you have energy flowing through you and that energy is of the universe. Of course it is, like where else would it come from, right? We are made from materials of the universe, energy of the universe, okay? And so you are an, an energetic being created by the universe, created in the universe, if you want to like, you know, if you're uncomfortable with that concept. And so, um, and that energy is, 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 it is pure energy, right? And how you choose to use that energy is up to you. You can choose to place that energy towards toxic thought patterns, or you could choose to place that energy towards positive building, exhilarating, expansive growth loving thought patterns and that phase one is that you're not aware that there's a choice you're just like engaging in these habitual thought patterns that have developed since childbirth and so you think it's who you are but it's not who you are it's a personality that has been that has been created over time and the cool thing is you have a choice to change those thought patterns and therefore you have a choice to change your personality which is kind of crazy because then you're like, well, then I'm not, I'm no longer who I am. And I would say, well, let's say you, let's say you take an alcoholic, right? And you take this alcoholic and they are belligerent, angry. Um, the way they cope with life stress is by drinking alcohol. So their personality is one that um, developed from a young age, different exposures causes this individual to reach for alcohol as a coping mechanism, right? That's their personality. Well, when a person is able to um, overcome their alcoholism, step aside from it, step away from it, they no longer use alcohol as a coping strategy. They have other things that they, that they use instead, more healthful ways to cope so that they're no longer alcoholic. That's a change in personality. That person had an essential change in personality in a significant portion of their personality, wouldn't you say? And they're still them. Their essential energy, who they are, is still there. Like they're alive. They still have that essential energy. They're choosing to to use it in a different way. So now they have a different personality. And at the basis of that is a different choice around alcohol, and that has downstream effects on other aspects of their personality. So instead of being belligerent and short-tempered and irritable, even when they're not drunk, right, um, they become like even-tempered and calm and present and grateful, right? And so, and even the 12-step process, like if, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous is really interesting because part of that embedded in that is the understanding that in order to overcome alcoholism, there needs to be a change in the personality, which is really cool. And I have to say, like, I have, I have, I'm, a, I'm let's say, I am witness to my own personality change. Like, it's actually kind of incredible. And what's really interesting is that certain facets of your personality are easier to change than others. And he, bear with me while I speak about this, where it's like, I've, I'm working, for example, on um, changing my personality with my kids. And I'm get, I've gotten like X far with that, right? Like um, being like, I, I think I've mentioned it before, but when I had um, my first child, it was like very distressful experience for me on many levels not his fault it was just a completely overwhelming experience physically mentally spiritually all that stuff i um 
I developed certain patterns of behavior that I I wasn't happy with. I was very short-tempered, very irritable, um, very reactive. And I was like, you know what? I'm I made a decision. I made a choice. So I developed an awareness that I was engaging in these like negative thought patterns and and habits that I just wasn't enjoying. Like I didn't like it. So I made a conscious, so I went to the next step where I realized I had a choice, which so phase two, so to speak, of realizing you do have a choice. And then phase three is doing all the work to to try and consistently choose another way of thinking and behaving. And that's hard work, let me tell you. My gosh, right? In the moment, it's really hard work. Like when you think about it outside of the moment, you're like, of course, I don't want to overreact. And of course, I don't want to be short-tempered. And in the moment, it's like, boom, overreaction, right? And I continue to do the work and I've gotten like to a certain point with that, right? And I can see there's more to be had in that, in that space that I can make further gains. And then there's the way that I am with my husband. And then there's the way that I am with my family. And there's a, then there's the way that I am with my patients, with my friends, with my clients, um, with my um, neighbors, with my community, right? And in, and interestingly, the further away you are from that person, so to speak, like the 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 hardest changes are are the ones you make with your family, right? Um, why is that? Because there are people that you've developed thought patterns around since birth, and a lot of like our own personal development occurred with them around. And so they're kind of intricately meshed with the creation of that personality. So you have to, as you're recreating the person, your personality, the way you want it to be, it's, it's really hard because all of the triggers of the old personality are there. Right. So you have to totally like remove your, um, entwinement like with the with their with the triggers like your reactions and your thought patterns you have to like detach them from those triggers which is so hard and it's constant work and sometimes it's only after a conversation that i have with like a family member that i look back and i go oh i just fell into those old thought patterns and behaviors again you know and i'm grateful to recognize that because it means i can continue to work on it and sometimes it's just so exhausting and you just want to give up but it's it is worth it and i am seeing the changes and um i continue to work on it and you know it's hard because the people who have known you the longest also kind of tend to resist acknowledging and supporting that change because they're like oh you're just like you're not being yourself you know like you're um that like especially if they're not changing their behaviors and thought patterns um, they're going to continue to kind of do that. And it's very hard to not get drawn into it uh, or to feel judged by them when you're trying to improve your own self. And you just have to step away from that and just focus on your own personal development, not work on theirs at all, which is also very hard, right? Let them do their own thing. They have their own journey, their own path towards that kind of awakening and increase in awareness and just uh, it's hard. It's enough work. Let's just say you have enough on your plate to work on yourself. You don't have to be worrying about other people. And if you're worrying about other people and wanting to correct their thought patterns and behaviors, that's pointing out a problem that you have that you still have to work on, which is you think you need to control other people's behaviors, right? So that's a negative thought pattern, a toxic thought pattern there. So when you um, start to do that mental spiritual work of like, recognizing that who you are and the way you behave day to day 
um, they are not intricately linked. You can choose to change your behavior. And I have some people that reach out to me and they say, um, uh, you know, they, they want me to help them with their health condition. And I say, well, what is it that you would like me to help you with? And they're like, well, I know what I have to do. I just can't do it. You know, I know that I have a sugar addiction. I just can't stop eating it. I know I have a junk food addiction. I just can't stop eating that. And certainly part of it is, is and actually a significant part of it is chemical. It's dysregulation of the sugar hormones. It's uh, certain microbiomes like sugar, yeast love to eat sugar and they'll kind of encourage you to keep doing that. It's like the toxicity, like messing up your own internal chemistry with the junk food and your whole body gets confused and now you don't have any way to regulate yourself. And the way that they create junk food is, ma- is like basically to make you want to eat and eat and eat and not stop. So there is that part. However, there is also a significant part that has to do with our own toxic thoughts about ourselves, right? Like our lack of faith and trust in ourselves, our lack of self-worth of believing that we are worthy of taking on these actions and doing this for ourselves and taking the time. So investing the time and investing the money to, to change one's own life around and yet being okay with investing the time and investing the, the money to do that for others that is an, a, a huge issue right in, right there, you know? And it's so interesting because when I started to go on my health journey, I realized I had to invest time and money on myself. And I, I took the money, I took the time, I invested it. And I remember, and I'm sure it was not intentional, but some comments that would come from my family, you know, about that. And um, I, I'm really proud of myself, actually. Like, I think that was my, my first, like, kind of um, few steps towards, like, self-actualization was like, you know what? I'm going to do this for myself, okay? Because if I don't figure this out now, everyone is going to suffer in the future. Because I'm, I'm like the mama, right? I'm, I'm a linchpin in this family. Like I, I need to be in good health to help other people. And, um, and now in retrospect, like my husband is so grateful that I spent the time and the money. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm just so glad you did that. You know, because look at you, you're like another person physically like health wise and also mentally you know like the way i deal with things the way i deal with him with my children with the world and it's much easier as i said before to be even tempered when your body's working properly right like you get irritable just from your body being inflamed and that's not easy for people around you to deal with and it makes it harder to commit to something like, you know, like a personality, like working on your personality. Some people call it the ego. I'm calling it the personality um, because I feel like that's a little bit more understandable, but they really mean the same thing. It's that, it's that voice in your head that has been um, created over time due to experiences in your life. And some of the core wounds that we experience as we, as we grow is like, uh, you know, uh, is a core wound of fear. So like fear of not enough money, not enough time, not enough love. And the core wound of um, lack of self-worth, like I am not lovable, right? And um, I definitely like, and the thing is, I know most people have this because I had an absolutely amazing upbringing with my family. I like, you know, truly so grateful. And I still develop those wounds, you know, it's like, it's almost like they were meant to be developed so that we can learn how to 
heal them and then we could teach our children and then it becomes like a cultural thing to know how to do that but we might be one of the like we're like the early generations of learning about how to actually like identify and then fix this but i i truly like even i still catch myself bathing in toxic thoughts sometimes you know and i have to make a huge mental effort to pull myself out of that thinking because it is like it's like heavy and sticky it kind of pulls you down it drags you down and it's like this magnetism sometimes and you almost like don't want to let it go you're like no i'm going to be righteously angry right now you know um and the thing is like you you behave that way i guess because it serves a purpose you feel like you know it makes you feel like superior like you're right and they're wrong you know there's different reasons for that but in the end i guess what i'm saying is that it's never worth it you know um so learning those um learning how to replace toxic thoughts with positive ones like unconditional love compassion forgiveness forgiving yourself for thinking toxic thoughts and acting in toxic ways um, so that you can stop that in the future, right? Like you have to forgive yourself first. Recognizing what are your triggers. Like for me, my toxic thoughts are usually triggered by a sense of overwhelm. Like I just have so much on my plate. Um, even in the, like, and sometimes like in the morning, we're getting ready for school and, um, you know, the kids start acting up or I, I perceive them as acting up when really they're just kids like burning a lot of young energy. And I'm worried about being late. And then like this toxic thought pattern starts to emerge and I start to say things I, I don't want to be saying and behaving in ways I don't want to behave, right? And so my trigger was like this perception of not enough time and a feeling of overwhelm. So those are like my triggers. Other triggers I've identified for myself are like um, feeling not rec- like not respected or not heard. So for example, if I feel like my husband is not respecting a, an opinion that I have, that might trigger things for me, for example. And really just like taking yourself away from the situation and looking at the bigger picture and just choosing to um, see that trigger and say, you know what, I'm going to choose to not let that trigger me because it's just a perception that I have. And even if it's true, you know, it's not helpful for me to go down that road of thinking that way and behaving that way, right? doesn't make me feel good, doesn't make the situation any better, doesn't make him change his behavior towards me. He's certainly not going to respect me more, <laughs> right? And most of the time, it's, it has nothing to do with him or whoever else it is. Sorry, my hus- poor husband, I'm using him as an example. But again, it's, it's usually with our closest loved ones that we have the most difficulty with in this domain, you know? And, it, and when you can do the work there, when you can figure that out, I mean, everything else is relatively easy. It's easy to be on good behavior with people with like your neighbor on the street, right? Or the checkout, like the person at the checkout, you know, in the grocery store. That's easy because you have no like history with them, like emotional history with them, emotional triggers with them, right? So it's normal and natural to, for it to be the hardest kind of work, the toxic thought patterns and habits to revolve around emotional triggers that typically happen with like people that we know, but it can also happen with people that you don't know. Like a lot of people get triggered by like comments on, you know, if they have like Instagram account comments on Instagram where 
a comment uh, that uh, could be viewed as negative on a social platform, you know, and, and um, doing the work that I do now being, you know, on Instagram and Facebook and that kind of stuff. I'm really grateful that I've done this work because it is very easy for me to like adopt a very high level view and just take things for what they are, which is, you know, um, it's just part of the process. It doesn't really mean anything. It's not a reflection of who I am or my self-worth. And not everything you say is going to land well for every person, all right? And as long as you know that you're doing your best and you're, you know, consistently working on yourself and you, and you just love yourself for just showing up, goodness gracious, like I have so much um, respect for you that you're just like waking up in the morning and just going about your day and you're showing up. Like, that's amazing, okay? It's hard enough just to show up sometimes. So um, when you then additionally choose to do the work to um, just be aware. And honestly, the awareness is huge because when you become aware of these patterns, then you can start to, then you can start to like exert the choice, which is so awesome. Like, and you won't always make the right choice and don't beat yourself up over that, please. Like, you know, um, and I'm saying this, like I'm talking to myself, <laughs> you know, like Patricia, don't beat yourself up for this behavior that you had or this thought that you had, like, you know, honey, it's okay. I love you. You're doing your best. You're doing great. You're showing up every day. You're aware of this. You're working on this. I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. You know, that's the talk. That's the self-talk that you deserve. And um, sorry, I just got emotional there. I just had a little moment with myself. <laughs> I hope you have those moments with yourself too. It's so, oh, I, I just now got goosebumps going through my body. And that to me is like, I get that when I experience moments of truth. It's so healing. I just had a healing moment with myself. And I, I'm so glad I was able to show that and share that with you. You must have healing moments with yourself. And when you can have healing moments with yourself, it becomes easier to have healing moments with other people in your life. Sometimes you have to let go of toxic people, right? Sometimes there's no solution but letting go with loving kindness and graciousness, right? There's a way to let go of toxic people in your life that won't engender more toxicity. Um, and learning how to do that is very key. Recognizing when you can transform and when you have to let go. Okay. Um, and sometimes that toxic person it is like the personality that you've developed over the years. And you have to let go of that toxic personality. And not every aspect of it. You don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's not like every part of my personality I developed since a child is bad. There's, I would say like 85 to 90% of it was really great. And about 10 to 15% of it was just taking up way too much of my attention and my time to the point where there were moments where I thought I was selfish and I thought I was narcissistic and I thought, you know, I was lazy. And it's so interesting because now I have this perspective that like, just I'm human. And, um, you know, I was just like any child, like I wanted things for myself. I wasn't selfish. I just wanted things just like any other human being there were things that i wanted um and that's normal right and you know hopefully your parents teach you like the difference between wanting something um and regulating that want so that it's in balance with other people's needs right and then you you, you know and sometimes we're, we're we, sometimes we accidentally hear things as children we're not supposed to like oh you're being selfish or you know things like that and we we 
take that in too deeply and it becomes a part of our personality. And so sometimes you have to really like, really be attentive to those toxic thoughts about yourself and just kind of give them a name and then let them go. And then just kind of relax into it, you know? And like I said, just have those beautiful conversations with yourself. Um, Talk to yourself as you would a very loved one. Like think about the favorite person in the world that you absolutely love the most. And then um, how would you talk to them if they were going through a hard time or having difficult behavior? And then just use that same energy and that same language with yourself and say it out loud. I have to say, I just, you know, having said that out loud with you and having those goosebumps and that experience, there is something about saying things out loud. Um, when you hear your own voice, it goes through like a different um, neural circuit into your brain through the um, auditory auditory nerves. And it hits like a different part of your brain. Like it, there's a part of the brain that originates the thought. And then there's a part of the brain that rec- that hears different that hears something and they're different parts of the brain and i think that there is something to be said for that kind of integration so use every trick in the book is basically what i'm saying and i will continue to share mine with you over time and it's interesting because like i can't point at one single thing or wasn't one book or one podcast or one person that i follow that really has helped me develop this level of awareness over time it's like many 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 things and you will find your own way like they will come to you once you become ready to to receive them i promise just stay open to it you know but not such an open mind that your brain falls out <laughs> so i think this is like I forget who says that grouch marks or something marks groucho or something i forget the person but i thought that was pretty funny like you know don't be gullible and naive but you know just take it in and and incorporate what feels right for you and and then go to the next thing go to the next thing and before you know it you will be experiencing an essential change in certain aspects of your personality and life overall will be better and you will have like less toxic thoughts and toxic behaviors and you will start to feel pretty darn amazing that i can guarantee so i hope you found this helpful hope you have a wonderful rest of your day evening or night depending on when you catch this bye Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, Wild Wisdom with Dr. Patricia Mills. If you like this podcast, please take the time to like and subscribe. And please feel free to leave any comments and look below for the contact information if you want to connect with me directly. Thank you. And I hope you have a wonderful day, evening or night. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for a professional care doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help in your journey, it is important that you seek out a qualified health practitioner. If you would like to work with Dr. Patricia for her expert health transformation guidance, please email her at info at drpatriciamills.com to book a discovery call. You can also find Dr. Patricia on Instagram at Dr. Patricia Mills and Facebook at Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, MD. For access to all of Dr. Patricia's educational videos and more amazing perks, consider becoming a Patreon member. 